I'm Dr. Mandy Beats, and you're listening to the Behind the Brace podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing conversations and resources to help families and providers navigate the world of scoliosis. This is your place to find hope for a better solution so that you can live your best life. Hey everyone, welcome back. This week, we are back with our back to school tips and tricks um, for the beginning of the school year. And so we're going to be going through three different aspects of scoliosis and what can help make you successful as you go back into that school year and transition from your summer schedule. So the first one that we're going to talk about is communication. I've been seeing a lot of families in the last few weeks as we're doing our checkups, uh, moving back into the school year. And one thing keeps coming up over and over again. And that's just a little bit of hesitation, some nervousness, um, not knowing how the school year is going to go, how they're going to transition from whether it's wearing a brace back from summer going into their school uh, schedule, or even if they're not wearing a brace, just doing the things at home that they need to do, coordinating their appointments, making sure they're doing their at-home care. Um, There's just been a lot of conversations about that. And so I really want to talk about one of the key components that will make you successful in that transition, and that's communication on all fronts. So, you know, first of all, communication with your provider is essential. So I know at least in our office, we're checking in with our patients. We see them at least every three to six months um, at the minimum. Um, sometimes people are coming in more often than that for other things. And so we're seeing them pretty regularly. Sometimes we forget that even if we're seeing our providers regularly, we might forget about the things that are maybe causing us a little bit of uh, trouble or are bothersome to us or the things that we're worried about. And we have a lot of experience with this. So I just really encourage you, be open with your provider, whether it's um, somebody you're seeing for physical therapy or chiropractic care or your orthopedic doctor or the person who's um, helping you with your brace. Make sure you're talking through things because oftentimes there are things that we can do to help you navigate the situation better. I just, a prime example, I had somebody pop in. She's been in her brace for probably about 10 months and we were visiting and she just mentioned how this little piece on her brace was so annoying because it popped up in her shirt. And when I looked at it, it was actually really easy to fix. It took less than five minutes to fix that, which made a huge difference because every time she was putting her clothes on, that little piece would catch on her shirt. Sometimes it would snag it or it would kind of show out of the top of her shirt. And that was something that was really easy for us to fix. But because we didn't know about it, she had been messing around with that for 10 months. And it was just one of those things that wasn't a huge deal, but kind of affected her on a daily basis. And so that's where communication is really important because sometimes we might not be able to change some of the things. Like if you're in a brace, you're you're going to have just some discomfort. You're going to have some things that we can't change about it. Um, but even some of those little things, there sometimes can be really easy just to help find a solution and fix. Um, And the other piece of that communication is um, parents and their kids. I really encourage, you know, we get busy in our day-to-day life and sometimes we forget to check in on things because it's just part of our routine. Um, So even as like a mom or dad, if you have a a child that's wearing a brace or needing to be doing something for their scoliosis, um, even if once a week or every four days, just set a timer in your phone that pops it up, like it's in your schedule to say like, hey, check in on 
on this. Um, that way we don't forget because sometimes even in my own life, right? We, it's summertime. We go to the lake cabin. We're out on the boat. Pretty soon it's been a week. We come back. We're doing laundry. We have, you know, volleyball camps and basketball camps and all those things. And pretty soon two or three weeks slips by and we don't really realize that we haven't checked in on what might be going on. It's just like, hey, how is this going? You know, um, checking in on our time, checking in on our exercises, whatever that might be. Um, so for moms and dads, especially as we're going into the beginning of sports and the beginning of school and all of those things, um, make sure if you are like me and have trouble remembering all of the things, if you can just throw something in your calendar just to be able to check in and just say, hey, uh, you know, remember to ask about these things. That way you can just have a conversation um, with your child about, you know, hey, how's it going? How's how's your brace going? How are your exercises going? Is there anything new as they're starting sports? Making sure that you're asking questions in a way that um, lets them open up and talk to you about it. Uh, because we're seeing a lot of things like as sports practices start, um, or some of the camps start and then leading into the school year when the schedules start changing. I'm seeing a lot of different things where all of a sudden we might be having back pain that we didn't have before or um, different issues where it's a little bit harder to wear the brace because they're sore from practices or their bodies doing are doing movements that they're not used to. Um, and so just making sure you're talking about that because oftentimes those things are, are normal but we can also give some really good advice as far as, you know, how do we handle those? How do we get through those? Checking in, making sure that we know if it moves from that, like this is a normal experience to a not normal experience. Because um, I've had just a couple of people that something has happened like over the summer, like a tubing accident or something that wasn't a huge injury, but it was enough that they've moved from that normal experience into the like, hey, this is starting to become a problem. And if we miss that and we get two, three, four weeks down the road, that can really become a bigger problem than it needs to be. So if we can find out and address that early, that's really helpful. Um, so parents and kids trying to communicate with that, um, that piece of it. And then as you're moving into the school year, um, I know most of the families that I talk to have a relationship with coaches and teachers. Um, some of the struggles that I hear about are if there's a big transition. So um, going from elementary school to middle school or middle school to high school, or if there's a change in where you're going to school, or um, maybe perhaps you got your diagnosis over the summer, and now we're moving into volleyball or basketball for the first time since that diagnosis. Um, those are the situations that I find um, have been a little bit more tricky for families because they have to have conversations that they haven't had before. And so just knowing that um, reaching out to those people in advance before practice starts, before school starts is really helpful. So if it's a coach, making sure that you're reaching out to the athletic department, that you're getting a hold of the coach, just having the conversation so they're aware of what's going on. So if something does arise, you know, as they're going to practice, that both the coach and the player feel comfortable talking about that um, is just really huge. 
And so that's a really big piece of making sure that you're successful as you're going into sports. Um, And then as far as the school piece of that goes, typically you don't have to have a a specific plan or a special plan um, for your child um, unless there's something going on in school that they need an accommodation for. And I've had that happen sometimes. So it's not abnormal, but it's also not um, the norm for everyone. So it just depends on how it's going for you and your family. Um, And sometimes that might mean uh, talking to the school counselor ahead of time and just talking about the fact that if your child has a brace, what that looks like, um, how they've been doing with it, and especially if they haven't worn it to school before, is talking about, you know, what classrooms are they in? Maybe if you can go take a look at them and see what type of seating they have Um, what type of things are going to be doing in that class so that you can kind of talk about that ahead of time and say, okay, if this is bothering you, um, asking those teachers, what are the other options? You know, if it's hard to sit for 45 or 60 minutes or however long they're in that class, is it okay during their lecture if they stand up and just go stand in the back so they can stand for a little bit? Or if they need to do an adjustment on their brace, is there a way that they can you know, tell that to you, especially if they're not comfortable staying in front of the whole class, that they can get a pass to go to the bathroom quickly and adjust their brace and come back. Um, Things like that. So communication is really going to be key on all fronts. And from my experience, when approached appropriately and in the right way ahead of time, all of the the coaches and administrators and teachers and counselors have been really great to work with. And that's really their job is to help make it a smooth transition and support you and your family. So don't be too worried about reaching out or don't feel like you're bothering them. Um, I know sometimes I feel that way where I'm like, gosh, I've sent this person, you know, five emails. Um, but really, the more information they have, the better able they are to support you and your family to help it, you have a successful transition. So communication across the board is key. Make sure that if things come up, you're talking to the people involved, whether that's the school, the coaches, um, and and really the big one that I want to encourage, because I feel like sometimes we, we are left out and we're really um, one of the people that can help um, fix some of these um, issues is to connect with your provider. Because if we don't know what's going on, we don't have the ability to give you the information that you need. And I can tell you most often, once somebody finally does come back and say, hey, we're having this problem, sometimes they've been dealing with it for months and there was a relatively easy solution. So um, make sure that you're connecting with your provider because there's typically not a question we haven't been asked. There's typically not a situation that we haven't seen or had to handle um, over the last 10 years. You know, we we have seen lots of things come in through our clinic. So you're not the first people to have issues with transitioning back to sports or um, back into school or transitioning from that middle school into high school. That's usually a really big one because now, especially for girls, um, you're moving into middle school, into ninth grade, you're in high school. Um, there's a lot of different just social uh, pressures that they feel as as well as just a change in their schedule and how things work. So um, communication is key. The better communication you have, the more open things are, um, the better able you're going to be able 
to um, confront any issues and to talk about things before they become issues. So even just talking about the the things that are like, what are the plausible issues you might feel might come up? You know, what are you afraid of happening as you move through um, either sports or school? You know, is there anything that you're worried about? Is there anything that you're concerned about? How are things going with your friends? Those are all really great questions to ask and just kind of talk through that. And the hope would be is that um, your child feels comfortable opening up and, and actually talking to you about those things. Sometimes they're not. Um, and so sometimes that might mean, you know, maybe there's a good family friend or somebody that they feel more comfortable talking uh, to about those things. And, you know, just making sure that they have somebody that they can connect with and talk through those things, whether it's you or a school counselor or even like a church pastor or a family friend, just somebody that they can open up to and just obviously making sure that you're still in the loop of how things are going. So um, as we transition back to school this year, I hope that everybody is enjoying the last little bit of their summer and looking forward to uh, the beginning of a great school year. If you have questions or if you need more information on any of the scoliosis things that we've covered, you can always find information at our website. It's um, behindthebrace.com. We're also on Facebook, so you can connect with with us there um, or at our clinic. So we will be back next week talking about some new things. Until then, have a great week. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you could leave a review before you go, that would help us reach more people that need this message. To learn more about the services and resources that we have available, visit us at BehindTheBrace.com. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media. To learn more about how they can help you with your podcast, visit RaymaTeam.com.